We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dear friend, and welcome. We've made it to Thursday. It's the Lori and Julia show on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. We're once again today. Give you a chance to win a lovely swag bag from the Galleria. Another opportunity for you to guess the celebrity voice coming up later in this radio program. Stay tuned for that. All right, thanks, Donnie. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> a shout out, don't we? We've got a you couple. Go first. Okay, you know, remember when Pamela McNeil was on last week? I yes. think it was Thursday, and she talked about her big CD release party mm-hmm. and all these great Nashville musicians like Garth Brooks guitar player, some other people in this new band were coming up this week for three performances. Tonight's performance at Chanhassen. There are tickets still available to see Pamela McNeil in this all-star band. She's got an amazing write-up in the Star Tribune. Like, her songwriting is so it's great. So and her yeah, voice. we played two songs from the new CD, and yeah. they were both Amazing. Ex- Amazing. Excellent. You know, there's this show that I want her to get on called Songland. Have you heard of that on NBC? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's where they give... The- it's for the songwriters? They have songwriters that come okay. on, and they have these three producers that have done everything, mm. and then a musician, and they're trying to find the right song. I watched it last night. I was kind of way into it. Yeah. It was good the first summer ep- programming. It is good summer. It was with John Legend. It was the oh, first yes, one, yes, but they yes. have the Jonas oh. Brothers, Kelsey Ballerini. It's really kind of cool. Cool. Songland. Well, I got to give a shout out to Annie Kent. So that's Kent. tonight at Chan Hassan. Chan I got to give a shout out to Annie Kent. Uh, you know who you are, Annie. That's right. Uh, I know who she is. I gave well, her the toughest interview ever. <laughs> she reported to Julia. We worked at Carlson, and she uh, she looks exactly the same and ran into her at Psychedelic Furs out at uh-huh. the zoo, and she was on a date night with Gary, her, her husband, hubby. and they'd never gone to a concert at the zoo, and... And they I'm live like, right there. I'm like, you know that there's going to be sexy time tonight because that <laughs> venue is so... Romantic. Well, there, love is in the air when you see music with a bunch of people anyway. I mean, I think of our night at the Basilica, Julia. It's just mm-hmm. There's like a kinship and a really with everybody. And people were so jazzed to see James and the Psychedelic First. It was like standing room only. Nice crowd. Nice. Our people were there, nice. Julia. People, people were wondering. You know who you are. <laughs> where you were, but Annie was like so excited. I said, "You are going to love this place, and uh, everyone's going to get lucky tonight." Such a great show, psychedelic furs, amazing sound, exactly the same as Did the they? records, the radio. They were. I can't tell you how great they were, and I was having so much eyeball sex. So was everybody else with this. Um, 
I think he was bass. He was obviously, he's not an original member. Of the he's psychedelic first. Oh, yeah. And Julia writes back, I uh, hope you don't get pregnant. <laughs> oh, good Lord. <laughs> well, she sends me the picture and she goes, such great eyeball sex. sex. And I'm like, I hope you don't get pregnant, girl. And people were having, you know, flashbacks to, you know, because the psychedelic first, you know, very new wave band of the 80, you know. And yeah. The, you forget how many songs they had. And I forgot how much I loved their first album. And then James opened. And, and they they were really good. The lead singer apparently is you know he's he's demanding person. Okay, did he have quite the writer? Well, no, but he had a great pair of palazzo pants. He doesn't have any hair anymore, but he's sexy. You know, got the bald head and the how old goatee. is this James Band? Are they well? Newer? They're like they're they broke out in nineteen ninety three. They're from Manchester. I would oh. guess all these guys are like in their forties or fifties. Okay. So, you know, they're singing and the crowd is really into it. And it's not like a show where you're feeling like you're getting a two for one at this concert. Oh, cool. You know, it seemed too great. So I'm like thinking, okay, um, we got here right away. I'm waiting to hear frustrated or frustration, whatever that I think it's frustrated or frustration. And I'm thinking they're going to close with laid, you know, we played in the double wide and on the air yesterday. And, they forgot it. and the singer is going, oh, we have like 350 songs to sing. You know, it's such a hard choice. Oh. We get this and that. Do you know? They didn't play your song. They did not play late. Is that like their top song? That's a, yes. That's a that's like a concert rule 101. You gotta I like play the good stuff. The Rolling Stones play Satisfaction every time. Yeah. We mm-hmm. would be so mad if they didn't. I. They denied us. A sexual flashback, dance flashback, whatever, and then they—that's like Van Morrison not playing Brown Eyed Girl. I hate it when someone doesn't play their biggest hit. Madonna did that to us too. She did, yeah, when she was here the last time when we watched her on the stage. Well, she legitimately has so many. Something's got to go. <laughs> yeah, this band. Has so when James this band has like like two, two yeah. radio yeah. hits, that and they made- didn't play either. That is so wrong. Oh, Julia. That's right. I hope you tweeted at James. No, I don't. But I just, I I bitterly complained about it with my uh I'm sure everyone around you heard. No, just that. And I did say to Annie, she was like, they didn't play laid. People were disappointed because everyone knows the words. We would have sang along. It would have just been a high point. Who do these James people think they are? I don't know. In their palazzo pants. I do kind of like a man (laughs) in a palazzo pants. Who is Sanchez? Uh, Jeff Bezos, Lauren Sanchez, the yeah. new girlfriend. She's wearing palazzo pants. I used around. to love wearing them until we had uh, Christopher Hopkins' mom gave us the silhouette analysis. And apparently that is a, not a look. I can't wear a palazzo I pant. disagree with that for you 100% because you're long and lean. You can wear whatever you want. Uh, no, uh, on my silhouette analysis for pants, the silhouette, it is Avoid. Mine said avoid all pants, but I have gotten past that. I mean, you never, you never know what it's going to say avoid. Mine was to avoid everything. Because I loved Palazzo pants in the 80s. I, I can but maybe, see you in a pair. And maybe it was with the dusters and all of that. It might have been a bit modest. I like the wraparound <laughs> idea of these pants they're wearing now. You know, the wrap. I think you could, Lori, you'd look great in those. <sighs> anyway, you but know. you don't see a guy in a pair. add to your pipes. Yeah. You know? You don't see a guy wearing a palazzo pant. I surely thought he would sing laid, and I just was really okay. That's my only beef. Really, with the whole night it was. Otherwise, it was just it was a beautiful night out. 
so nice. And that zoo is such the a The setting great- at the zoo is really pretty with the pond right behind the stage and the trees. And- Love it was really in is. the air and it was a lot of couples. It was a big date night. It wasn't necessary. I mean, I would say it was mostly couples. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? And then tonight's big date night is cha-cha-cha, 42nd Street. Date. That's right. We're going to that tonight. I know. I'm excited. I have never seen this show. Who has? I I saw South Pacific for the first time at the Ordway. Remember? I think we all went to that performance. No, I didn't go to that. I didn't go to that. Yes, you guys. Maybe I did. I love South Pacific. It was a radio thing. Early days. Early days. Early days. And you and I had the revelation (laughs) that that is the musical. Some enchanted evening. Wash that man right right out out of my hair. I've seen it on TV before, though. So that was that. But we did see it at the Ordway, and it was with somebody who was in the starring role that then went on to... Do something like that she got recognized. Become Julia Roberts. Well, no, she did some Broadway thing that, you know, came next for her. Okay. Do you remember the Italian opera singer that we had? Yes, I do. Yes. We went to the opera once, too. Just want to make sure you still, we still have a few matching memories. (laughs) (laughs) This is what happens over time. I know it. All right, listen, we come back. We can't forget the opera singer because he gave us Viva la Volga. Oh. I can't believe now, you this made is, him do that. This is very early <laughs> on. Yeah, early and on. we used to have people yeah. would make up uh, sweatshirts. <laughs> Viva La Volva. Viva La Volva. Yeah. Well, I think that name needs to come back. We still stand by that I can't believe I don't hashtag. And if anyone wants to see how to do the perfect summer tan. And should we do Viva leg? La Volva with our, our fingers spread? With a piece, like a piece. We don't need. We don't need to do that. All right, it's just more fun just to say "Viva Lavolva." Kind of makes you laugh. And then, yes, you did an Insta today. I did, and Lori's uh, showing it's Lori and Julia. Mm -hmm. We could use some followers. I thought Julia. People say people just beg. We would be dressed alike today because normally when we have an event, we dress alike. And so I brought my leg kit in case your legs needed some attention i forgot about that dress that you have on that we have the matching dresses the karen k yeah you bought it for me for 12 dollars. yes at her burgers i remember song what year is that song from deep purple 68 68 well debut album i never knew that was called deep purple the band oh that's that's the band is deep purple the song Song is hush hush Hush. (laughs) if you never thought you liked a deep purple song i don't know anyone who doesn't love this song it's such a classic late 60s song so tonight uh uh the soundtrack for uh once upon a time in hollywood debuts and somebody better call mark Lindsay because there are four paul revere and the raiders songs who's mark Lindsay? He's the lead singer. Lori, these inside little uh, things sorry. are just too fast for us people who don't have any clue what you're talking about. Well, for Paul Revere and the Rays. So it's, of course, obviously all songs from the era of yes. what this movie yes. is set in. Were they American, Paul Revere and the Raiders, or are they from the UK? They're from the Washington State. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Exactly 48 years ago this week, the number one song on the Billboard charts was Indian Reservation. Took my time down the nation. Donnie down will find the, it. Find it, Donnie. Yeah, I used to love that song. That song. Got my time yeah, in yeah, the yeah. reservation. So, uh, <laughs> other, okay. other highlights. I mean, he, there's 31 songs on this uh, Kentucky Sound, soundtrack? soundtrack. Kentucky Woman by Deep Purple. I always uh, thought that was by Elvis. Well, they're doing no, covers, you know. It's maybe Neil Diamond too. song covered by Deep Purple. Oh. That's right. Brother Loves. 
Traveling Salvation Show, Neil Diamond, Jenny Take a Ride by Mitch Ryder. The time frame is the late 60s, early 70s. That's right. So he got a lot of really, it's going to be, they're expecting um, this to do well because it's such a, you know, eclectic mix of music. And I think Mark Lindsay and Paul Revere and the Raiders are going to be happy to make some money again. I'm going to see what, they would be very happy. I mean, this... Four songs. Yes. In, yeah. the, uh, in the soundtrack. And so, anyway. We love a soundtrack. We do love a soundtrack. And Margaret Qualey, who is in Once Upon a Time okay. in Hollywood, she was the uh, young woman who played in the Fosse Verdon TV show, Bob Fosse. Remember the brunette? Uh, the last one. The, the, the last, last one of his flings. Yes. Who was his uh, monogamous, not a monogamous, but she, they lived together. Quite a bit younger. Right. She's Andy McDowell's daughter. Mm-hmm. She is. Yes, I'm Margaret looking at Quali, 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 oh, Quali. Yes, you can see Quali. it. Quali. Quali. And she is in the movie Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And um, she is the person who, in this film, Quentin Tarantino, has his foot obsession with. You know, he has a foot fetish in every movie. He lingers on toes. He oh, loves feet. He does. He, she actually, Lori, was on The Leftovers, too. Yes, that oh, was the watch first on Showtime. Thing we yeah. Her in. yeah. Okay, so here she is. And I don't know if Jimmy Kimmel is trying to get her to admit, because she's, I don't know how old she is. She's in her 20s. It, if he was, this was his way of trying to get her to talk about Tarantino's well known foot fetish okay. in his movies. But we see a scene where she's riding in a car with Brad Pitt's character. And like, Many a person loves to ride in your car where you have your feet, feet up on the dash. And out the window. Oh, always. yeah, or up on the dash, yep. kind of pressed always. against. And so you see the, see the scene and you see her toes kind of crunched up against the window, her bare feet. Here she is talking about that. Congratulations on being in a Quentin Tarantino movie. That's kind of fantastic, huh? Yeah, yeah it's crazy. Yeah. Are you too young to really appreciate that? No. You're not. Good. I'm not. Your I feet really are prominently it. featured in the movie. <laughs> They're very prominent, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> oh, unfortunately? Why, you didn't like that? Well, I, I, I grew up dancing. I was Same here. Shoot. Okay. <laughs> so you're late. So I know. Oh, yeah. yeah. It can be very hard on it the feet. It can be brutal on your feet. And <laughs> so my toes are very mangled. Uh-huh. And, um, yeah, when Quentin first suggested that I put my feet on the dashboard, I was like, okay, let's just... Just let's be honest here. Like, check these guys out. These aren't great. I don't know that you want to showcase them. My toes are all crossed together. Like, don't you want to do a close up of my elbow? I'm really confident uh-huh. about my elbow. Maybe you get some stunt feet my... in there or something. Yeah, no, I suggested that as well. Um, no, no good. No. Did he it make him more uh, eager to get your actual feet in it when you started? It was saying, a challenge. It, yeah, it became a challenge so. for him. Yeah. yeah, you probably yeah. took. You probably should have gone the other way. You know, and said yes, I'd love Absolutely. to. Absolutely, let's get the. the- we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Those guys front and center. <laughs> They're talking all around yeah. his Paul Bunyan, Bunyan <laughs> size foot fetish mm. thing that he clearly has. Because <laughs> in um, Pulp Fiction, mm-hmm. Uma Thurman, Thurman has talked about he how he, with her feet. about her feet, yeah. but in every single movie and in her character, Mia, she's always barefoot. The twist scene, they're barefoot. In Kill Bill, you see her feet quite a bit and she does not have the most attractive toes. He doesn't care. He loves feet. In um, Dust to Dawn, there's a scene where Selma Hayek is... Don't you remember that one with... Uh, I don't da- remember that movie. Uh, I wasn't a big fan of his stuff. Anyway, somebody ends up giving her like an amazing toe blow. Her feet are covered okay. in beer and she kind of had a bunion. Mm-hmm. He isn't... It doesn't... They don't need to be like beautiful feet. He's just, just obsessed with I feet. I can't remember who I just met and said, I, I can only I can only wear closed toe shoes now. My bunion is so bad. I can only. I, someone just said this to me two days ago. But well, it's hard to fit a bunion in a sandal. It's very hard. This Margaret Quilly, Quilly, Quilly. Um, she is twenty five years old. She was born in Montana, and the, they grew up in North Carolina. Her dad was kind of like a rancher, model, right. contractor, musician. Yeah. Okay. Let's get. She was darling. I mean, yeah, she was she's, really, yeah. really. She. I mean, I thought even the way she handled. Her toe story was pretty good. Here's uh, talking about all of her scenes with Brad Pitt. So now you're in this movie, uh, as your dad kind of predicted in, in a weird way. Yeah. And all of your scenes pretty much are with Brad Pitt. And he's, you've seen his work. Brad. He's very popular. Yeah. yeah. And that's, <laughs> is that intimidating to you? Is that feel odd to be in a, a car with Brad Pitt? Super, super strange. Yeah, it's really yeah. crazy and really, really cool. And um, Is he really driving the car when you have the feet on the window? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they shut down I-10 kind of in a really busy part um, on both sides. And and I'm just sitting there by Brad Pitt and doing a Quentin Tarantino movie. It was just super crazy. And then on the weirdest part is actually on the way back, you know, like after the scene, and then we're taking the highway back, and it's just I'm just sitting there with Brad Pitt. He's like your Uber <laughs> and he's driving. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. It's, it's a cute cool. scene. I just watched it, and Brad Pitt's just talking away. He yeah. looks so good. Uh, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio is being. Uh, the people or critics are saying it's the best performance of his career. Is this Rick Dalton in this really? movie? Oh. Yeah. Wow. And uh, do we have one more time for that? We bit? don't. Okay, we don't have. No, right. we don't have time let's for listen them. to it when we come back. All right, let's listen to it when we come back. Also, uh, uh, Sharon Tate's sister Deborah, who was at the premiere, mm-hmm. she's got something to say about Margot Robbie, who in reviews is being called incandescent as Sharon Tate. Wow! And she has come completely around because of uh, the way this movie is more of an homage to the, the Hollywood time. that Charles Manson basically wrecked Hollywood and all the fun they were having. That, Damn him. That is sort of the thing. And so Quentin Tarantino in the movie, which the only negative I've... I've this world.
Who is this? This has got to be from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood soundtrack. Yes, it's Paul Revere and the Raiders. It is. Yes, and you know his name actually was Paul Revere. It was. Well, not quite. His middle name was Revere. Uh huh. So he just, but his right name was Paul. So he said, "Yeah, I'm going to use Paul Revere," and then he came up with the Revolutionary War costumes of the band. I always wondered if Prince had been somehow like uh, seen their album cover or something because they wore all that Edwardian. Foppish lace and the the no. velvet yes. and you know that was the first band Louis the fourteen wear yeah kind mm-hmm. of kind of so okay so we were just talking about Margaret Qualley who who is in this uh, Tarantino movie and you might have seen know her from the Leftovers or um, Fosse Verdon daughter of Andy McDowell but she, she just, looks so much like her doesn't she with yes. her gap in her yes. in her teeth yeah, but here gorgeous. here she is just talking about um, an armpit hair story. That has to do, of course, with, you know, who the heck shaved their armpits in 1968? You play, um, I think we can say you play a member of the Manson family. <laughs> a hippie. Yes. You have armpit hair. Is that your real armpit hair, or is it like little wigs there in, in the inside? <laughs> no, real I can hair. really, I guess, grow a lot of How long did hair? it take you to grow it out, to get it f- fully out? Um, if, I started only a couple weeks before shooting, but it was a long shooting process, and um, and and by the end, I really had some. Yeah, had it going. Did you yeah. enjoy that? Like, is there, is there? Do you shampoo that and condition, or is it, uh, or are you just just a um, bar of soap? I just did the soap thing. Just the soap, but yeah. Maybe I should have conditioned. <laughs> I don't know. I um. Maybe if there's a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> I'll think about Hear that me. next time. No, I mean, I, it's definitely a. A cool look that people do, but I was eager to. Oh, you wanted to get. I was ready. Yeah. So did you shave it off immediately? I did. I was really excited when I wrapped, and I uh, I actually got it waxed, which was very painful. (laughs) But um, but I was really looking forward to it, and I uh, um, and uh, then. Why um, did you get it waxed? You're like, I really want this gone. Like, I've never done that. Like, let's just see what happens here, you know? And it's it's very smooth. So you walk into the waxing place, and you're like, hey, check this out. Jimmy was like being <laughs> he, a nerd about totally. that hair. Armpit and Merkins everywhere. I mean, he, 25% of millennials do not shave. Their, we're going back to the, because that was a thing. If you were like a hippie in the 60s, you did not, girls did not shave under their armpits. They were like that. My Widgie Wagon camp counselor. She didn't shave. She was from, um, I think she was from Sweden. She didn't shave her no, armpits. No, European women never no. have. No, and I was just like, what is all that? Yeah. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah, no. Nice little scent trap right there under your arm. I guess. But she was a good sport with his very kind of... Stupid questions about <laughs> <Yes>. it. <laughs> Stupid questions about it. So it's very... Everything about it. The cars, the building facades, One of the, the reviews looks. I read said, I want to watch every TV show that Quentin Tarantino is showing us in this, oh, these yeah. different series. Yes. I want to watch the one that Luke Perry is in. Mm-hmm. Um, one reviewer said it is long. Like how long? Two and a half? A little bit, maybe two thirty-five, mm. and um, I know Julia's shivering. Yeah, I, I just, I just had the because <laughs> I really want to go. Yeah, well, I think you know, go. I, Movies can be good when they're that long. If you don't, if it does, as long as the pacing doesn't feel slow, it, as long as it doesn't feel right. like dragged out. So, but Deborah Tate told Team Z she talked to them after going to the premiere 
of the movie in Hollywood. She said um, Margot Robbie's portrayal of her sister, even though there's not a lot of dialogue, she happens to be neighbors renting the house next to Rick Dalton, played by Leonardo. She said she felt like she was visiting her sister, and her only complaint is that the visit was too short. The movie left her wanting more. The movie is two hours and 45 minutes. Yes, it is. Two hours and 45 minutes, Julia. I'm preparing okay, you right can now. Can I just tell you what's funny that I just looked up? Uh, because do you remember the original Tess and the D'Abervilles movie yes. in 1979? Was that like three Roman and Blansky's a half? Blansky's take on Tess. Yes. And it was with that gal. What was her name? Oh, yeah, I know who you're with about. the snake? Yes, not yeah. Natasha. Kinski. Yes, it yes. was. Okay, that movie, because I'm just looking it up when and I'm Ryan thinking. O'Neal. Mm-hmm. It was three hours and six minutes, yeah. and I remember... There's nothing longer than this in the yeah. world. <laughs> this is two hours and 45 minutes. Deborah, uh, Deborah. That was a horrible movie, by the way. Yeah. Yes, it was. Deborah Tate said she would like uh, Margot Robbie to play Sharon in a uh, in a biopic oh, about her wow. sister, if that All ever right. happened. Because, remember, uh, um, she met with Tarantino and voiced her concerns because she yeah. was worried it was about glamorizing the Manson Mi- murders. Murders. Yeah, and, and we, he always said this wasn't about that. It was just the time that happened. Yeah, and she said it's the first time ever that I haven't been lied to or tricked um, or not given any consideration whatsoever about how my sister is played. And she wow. said it's vintage. Uh, uh, Tarantino, and she was impressed by the immense detail and accurate portrayal of 1969 Los uh, Angeles, right down to the music. She said it felt like it was a time machine, and it didn't feel exploitive, and she hopes people will remember the grisly crimes that were committed, because she's very committed for people to... say something whenever they come up for parole, any of the people. Yes, got it. So... Anyway, um, Lainey Gossip, she found the movie to be too long. (gasps) So just so you know. And Leonardo, his best (gasps) performance. This scares me already. Mm -hmm. And I guess Rick Dalton is just gross. The Leonardo DiCaprio character. Mm -hmm. So, um, But he's great. But he's great in it. But his character is gross. And Clint, who's his body double, played by Brad, Brad Pitt, he is like... You know, the picture of middle-aged health, he's slim, fit, tan, and Leonardo is kind of like struggling to stay hot. Right. You know, well, that's funny. Kind of kind yeah. of weird. And uh, anyway, uh, Hollywood, uh, this one reviewer says, um, the one time you see Charles Manson in the movie, he looks like a nut, and the guy who's playing him will play Manson when he reprises the role later this summer when Mindhunters comes back. So I guess uh, Manson is going to be part Mm. of that, you know. Okay, so and Rotten Tomato, it's 89%. Mm -hmm. 169 Mm. uh, reviews. Yeah. (sighs) Okay, so um, we never talked about one of the things that we both have really... uh, appreciated about whoever puts the soundtrack together over at Big Little Lies was the music has been so good. Always. First season, second season. I bought the album first season. Yes. So good. You gave me one of that that one version, the Elvis song. Um, About you. The love song. Yeah. What's it called? What the hell? With you. Only you. Um, 
Yeah, the one that... I have it right here. Just yeah. hold on a second. Okay. It's Reese Witherspoon's <laughs> yes. uh, husband sings it yes. at the oh, karaoke. Scott. It's, it's the, the big, Elvis. The, the costume thing. Memories. Is oh, it memories? memories? No, let's just That's see not here. it? It's no. called... Uh, all right, let's just But see. Adam sings Big it. Little Lies. It's called... Uh, Vic- the Wonder Vic- of You. The Wonder of oh, You. The Wonder yep. of You, yeah. So that, you know, was kind of like people were like, oh, Connor what a great O'Brien cover. originally sang it. Mm-hmm. In the Big Little Lies. Mm-hmm. So Sunday night, the show closes the finale with... Um, I had forgotten how much I love uh, the uh, song, Have You Ever Seen the Rain? Sure. Have Never can remember who sang it, but love that song. Closing credits comes mm-hmm. out, and I'm like, why does this sound so familiar? Donnie, let's play it. Someone told me long ago. Louie Nelson. There's a calm before the storm. I know. It's been coming for some time. Now his daughter. Mm-hmm. When it's over, so they'll say it'll rain a Sunday. I know. Shining down like water. Here you go. Let's I want to know. to number 10 after having 2 million people you, watch that episode that fantastic? Yeah. on music, iTunes. Yeah. Well, music it was is an integral part of a lot of these TV shows now and it has a big role. Yeah. And it just sets you in a certain time and... I didn't even know he had a daughter I love the you, I, I didn't even know he had a daughter. I, same. I just said he had the two... I know he had the son mm-hmm. that's in the band, but anyway, he... Um, he uh, he's got to be happy because I don't oh. think anyone was paying attention to that song until whoever had the great idea of ending the show. No kidding. Which, and it was kind of a poignant song and mm-hmm. how that show yeah, ended. It, it was like so perfect. Anyway, yeah. here's the original. Someone told us long ago. Oh, yeah. Credence, Clearwater Revival. Yep. John Fogarty. I know. All right, there he goes, the original. Okay, so uh, J-Lo had a big birthday party last night, mm-hmm. and she got a Porsche for her birthday. $140,000 from Alex from, Rodriguez. Yeah. It's good to have a, she a drug performance baseball player as she your boyfriend. She performed. She had a great outfit on. Her Leo outfit Re- was amazing. It was amazing. It was like gold and metallic and a, like a harem outfit meets mm-hmm. um, bondage bikini. And her friend Leah Remini was filming, so that's why she wasn't there. A lot of people looked like they were having fun. And uh, I that? saw her look like she was drinking like Bailey's on the rocks. She's a light drinker. Yeah. That seems like Alex something she would like drink. Alex looked like he was kind of buzzed yeah. later on in the pictures. I don't know who all was there. There weren't that many DJ parties. DJ Khaled. Um, I didn't even see... Like too many party Roy pictures. Esteban. They kept it very like, yeah. you know, only Alex got an Insta and only she got to do a couple things. But she performed and she was up on somebody's shoulder. It looked like a fun party. It did. I was glad to see Diddy wasn't there. You know, he's dating Steve Harvey's 22-year-old sis- daughter. So gross. Well, yeah. Plus, they're dressed alike, which is always sad when a 
couple dresses alike on a date and they're that much older. Yes. And, you know, then they look like father-daughter. All right, we'll be right back. Come and meet those dancing feet On the avenue I'm taking you to 42nd Street Hear the beat of dancing feet It's the song I love, the melody of 42nd Street 42nd Street, we are on, everybody. Welcome back. I hear some singing. I hear some tap dance going. We've got Tamara Tooney with us in studio. And tomorrow, you play the lead actress in 42nd Street, which Lori and I need to even know. What is it about? Oh, gosh. 42nd Street is a classic. So many people recognize the title, I'm sure, if they haven't seen the show. But what we've done, uh, what Michael Heitzman and Jared uh, Grimes and our brilliant... um, uh, orchestrator and arranger Everett Bradley have done is to really bring the show into 2019. The music is okay. very hip and funky and jazzy. The choreography is very, you know, present. So it's the classic story, but it's with a very present, very now feel to it. But what is the story about? Well, basically, the story is about a, a, a young wannabe Broadway dancer oh. who uh, who joins a company and actually has to step in for the star. I'm the star of the show. I play Dorothy Brock, who's the actual star of the show. And my character hasn't had a hit hit show in about 10 years so she's desperate to be back on broadway she wants a hit and she ultimately gets injured and so then the young wannabe upstart kind of steps in and takes the place and saves the show so it's all a happy ending and my character has a happy ending too because of the injury that she received she understands that you know there's things that are more important than just shows Shows. and so she she marries the love of her life and Ah. so everybody wins at the end of the show it's all very upbeat and great but i'm telling you this choreography Choreography is something that you've never seen before on any stage ever in the history of the American theater. And it is thrilling. And we've had two previews so far. And after the opening number, a roar goes up from the audience because the choreography is just through the roof. And then each number after that gets better and better and better. Uh, We cannot. We're going tonight. We cannot wait. Can't wait for you guys to see it. We can't wait. And um, this is happening at the Ordway. It is running um, through August 11th. That's correct. And tickets are hot. So people go and get some tickets. Get them now because they're going fast. And I think what's different and what I'm really excited about um, is the tap. I mean, we don't see tap in a lot of shows. We saw a little bit in Hello, Dolly. Mm-hmm. When it was just here, yeah. but we yeah. haven't. I love tap dancing, and I think you guys. There's a lot of it in this show, isn't there's there? There's a lot of it. I mean, it's a tap show, yeah. you know, and it's 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 just really thrilling because you know it's you know everybody kind of knows the conventional time step and all of that. Shuffle you know. ball change, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, <laughs> but the, the tap in our show and the choreography in our show has a little hip hop influence and a little jazz influence, and you know it's just really hot and vibrant and and sexy and and energy. Energizing. I, I mean, it's just ridiculous. I, I, it really is. I can't say enough about it. Well, welcome to Minnesota. I hear this is your debut. It is. It is my debut at the Ordway. It is my debut to the Twin Cities. How long so, have you been here? 
Um, I've been here about a month now. Okay. Yeah, about a month now. And, you know, pretty much it's been, you know, rehearsing, 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 you know. So I haven't seen much of the city. I did go downtown uh, Minneapolis a couple times. I went to the Guthrie. Sure. And saw the guys and dolls Oh, you did? Did you love it? That a friend of mine directed Kent Gash. So I had to see that and support my brother, you know. Um, And then one night I went to uh, Bunkers. Yes. 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 And heard some great R&B. Mambos. Yes. Yes. And had some great, because Jamicia. Bennett is in the show. Bennett is in the show, who is an extraordinary singer. She's mm-hmm. got a voice like a coronet. And um, and so she was. She went down and so she sat in with the band. And it was great because, you know, I just needed a night not to think about yeah, 42nd Street and hear some different music, right. hear somebody else singing. So it's great. Fun. And what's really great about doing this show is, you know, most people know me from Law and Order Special Victims Unit. I told, Lori, I and told you when... TV when, stuff and okay, film so, stuff that I've done. And so a lot of people don't know that I sing. Yeah. So it's great to be and able tap. to... Um, to bring this out now, I, I do tap, but I am not tapping in this show. Okay, I hung up my tap shoes a while ago. Okay, so so <laughs> if you're just joining us, with we're with Tamara Tooney, and she is starring in Forty Second Street at the Ordway, and your mother Evelyn has just come in, <laughs> um, and she's in the studio with us. You must be proud of your daughter; she's giving it a big thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> um, and this is just so much fun. So when I saw you, and we're coming back, to and this, we're like, we know now you I'm from like, TV. I know you. We know, I know you. you and Law and Order SVU is my favorite all-time comfort television. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, mine too, actually. <laughs> I absolutely love it. We were it. looking for it last night, weren't we, Gigi? It's like, it must be on. It's always on. It's always on. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, yeah, and I also recognize you from Dietland because I did watch that show. Thank you so show. much for watching Dietland. Wasn't it good? It was good. Yeah, was it too edgy for TV? I think maybe it was too... Or on the wrong network? Uh, no, or, I, don't I don't know. know. I, I have no answers. Yeah. I just know that it was a brilliant show. It was a different show. Yep. It was a very topical and relevant show and, um, and, and entertaining at the same time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it had one season and I think it was worthy of much more than that. I do too. So it was very I, disappointing. Yeah. In that way, but and if people are wondering what character you were on Law and Order, Law and Order SUV, SVU, thank SVU. you. Yes, yeah. I played Dr. Warner, the yes, medical examiner. The medical, yes. That's right, but you're not seeing, but a lot of people recognize my voice, I have to say, you do have, which is really kind of nice, but yes, because <laughs> you're Warner. always finding stuff. Well, I'm always solving the crimes, Yeah, you basically. are, basically. You know, I'm, you know, Someone has to. You know what I mean? Somebody's got to do it. Someone's so, yeah. got to do it. And T. Michael Rambo, one of our dear friends, is also in the show. Yes, he is. And he's he, so lovely. He's kind of playing my boyfriend, my kind of boyfriend who's the big uh, money behind the show. Oh, yeah, nice. He's kinda, yeah, kinda, you know. I love this when, you know, local talent is used in big productions, mm-hmm. you know, in the Twin Cities. That's and- why this is a great acting town, I guess, for people who don't want to move. It really yeah. is. What I'm learning, there's so much theater and opportunity for folks here. And what I find really thrilling about um, this production with the Ordway is this is the, t- the first time the Ordway is actually producing a show. And so that's a really kind of a big deal. Yes. You know, they presented shows and they presented and they've, you know, um, put up um, Mount to other shows, but this kind of revival is uh, is something new and fresh, um, from what I understand, for the Ordway. So, and you know, a lot of uh, New York producers are sniffing around it and looking oh. at it. So, and I bet it's it because might launch to you know from here. I'm just saying, who knows? You never know. That's right. Because look what happened with Oklahoma. They completely, you know, yes, they yes, re- they've refreshed that. Refreshed. To bring it That's to, a good word. And yeah. freshened up. Yeah, yeah and it's yeah. been a runaway hit. It's 
it's fantastic. Yeah, and I think you know, the same I mean, thing could happen with the, I think with the, the possibility is very huge for this. I mean, particularly, you know, I just see. Um, the choreography that's being presented in this incarnation of 42nd Street being recognized in a really profound way, mm-hmm. you know. I, I Who really is do. the choreographer? His name's Jared Grimes, and, you know, a lot of people follow him on Instagram. He's a brilliant tapper. He was in um, uh, After Midnight on Broadway, uh, and he and I, we met years ago. Uh, there was a Lena Horne show called Stormy Weather that they did in Philadelphia, and I saw him there. And he's extraordinary, and he also did dances with the Jazz at Lincoln Center Orchestra right. with Wynton Marsalis. Oh and gosh, so he's so. extraordinary. Yeah. Yeah. And so and his choreography nice. yeah. is extraordinary. We cannot wait. Yeah. And it's such a treat meeting you, Tamara. Thank you. And that's 42nd Street happening tonight. And we'll be back tomorrow with, I'm sure, Rave, Rave, yeah. Rave. And it's playing that third way through, through what August, August 11th. And... Um, what a treat to meet you. Oh, yes. And, and I just wanted to say, you know, the, the, the Ordway has some really fantastic deals going on right now. So if you want to grab a ticket, Even I understand. Even for tonight, if you yes, just go to yes, MyTalk1071, exactly. type in 42nd Street. Just go Street to the website. Go and to put the website Hubbard. and check it out. Is this age, all ages? What is it, like This 12? is for everybody. everybody. Okay. This is for everybody. This is for three-year-old okay. to 83-year-old. I mean, it's 103-year-old. Yeah. It's for everybody. I, just know, I know a little six-year-old girl who's so into tap dancing. Like I'm thinking, this is a show it's, she needs she to come to. She will love it. She will love it. Oh, oh so great. fun Thank meeting you. you. So great to meet you two, ladies. Thanks for having me. Yes, and uh, listen, when we come back, well, we're not going to play a game today, but we are going to do guess the celebrity voice. We've got a swag bag from the Galleria for a lucky person who can recognize a voice. All right, we'll be right back. <laughs>